Welcome back, everyone. It is Tiff O. Hey, ho. And it's the pretty Ricky, 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 Ricky. Hey, and we are here today for another recap of Greenleaf season five, the final season, episode eight, the series finale titled Behold. I know we're about to get into it, but let me warn you that I am really super duper sad that Greenleaf is over. All of just watching it, the last episode had me in a blubbering mess, like at every point. And I'm just like, I need I need help today. (laughs) I think you and like half the world, we need a therapy session of our own. Like I'm struggling over here. I just cannot believe that it's over. Uh, I'm so sad too, Tiff. I'm sad, man. Oh, okay. Well, let's get to it. Okay. (laughs) Our opening scene, we see Bishop and Lady May. Bishop is laying in the bed and the scene immediately confirms that Bishop has indeed died. They show where Bishop had written I do in his Bible right before passing and Lady May puts on her ring that Bishop had asked her to put on earlier that day. And this scene, oh, so heartbreaking, but this scene made me think about when they showed like the I do and then showed her putting her ring. Your question, Ricky, that you had last week of, do you think they're married? Like, do you think you're writing that down and her saying it back that they were married? And I would think that they, are, I mean, it's still in their hearts, but I would think that meant they were married and she's a legit widow. Either way, it was really poetic. What do you think? Did you feel vindicated or validated with that moment or? Yeah, I think it definitely kind of sealed the deal and especially her putting the ring on. I I just I just have to say this right now. I have a lot of tender moments. <laughs> I have a lot of tender moments and it started off with a tender moment. So just <sighs> the tenderness of that, like it's very sad. We realize the answer to our questions. Did he die? Did he not? We're gonna hang on, maybe, maybe not. And we realize that he he is dead. And just how she made put his body, you know, made sure his, his okay. legs were okay. Mm-hmm. She put the ring on. Like she she was so tender in this moment. She kissed him. So um, but yeah, for sure. I definitely believe, I, I guess I'm validated. I think we all know that they were in love. They are married. She is indeed uh, a widow at this time. Oh, goodness. I know. Yeah. And like <laughs> when the scene first started on and he was laying on the bed and I was like, oh my gosh, she's died. But like, I was actually kind of keeping it together. So I was like, okay, I think I got all my sadness out last week. Okay. Yeah, right. Because yeah. just like you, <laughs> every, like this whole episode just had me with my tissues like every scene was just so tender to me but one question I did have that wasn't tender was where was that ambulance like lady may call 911 before laying him back on the bed or before he started laying back on the bed so I'm like where are the people like when are they gonna get there like how much time has passed like hurry up so anyway I know I do remember thinking so is this two minutes later five (laughs) minutes later where is the ambulance we don't hear it till a little later so um I guess I made sense of that moment I guess all that stuff just is happening so fast even though she's kind of slowly going to the room but maybe this all happened in the span of two minutes (sighs) um maybe so so, yeah but I did think like where's the ambulance maybe the ambulance gonna come but um a little a little late yeah (laughs) mighty late (laughs) Well, I know we're just getting started, guys, but we will be right back after this short ad break. Stay with us. 
And yes, we have come to the end of the road with Greenleaf. But while the series is done, our spoiler alert podcast is not. We are still talking about Greenleaf and this time with our spoiler alert listeners. You have heard their comments, but now hear them speak. Tune in next week for a special episode with our guests as we discuss on air their thoughts about the final season of Greenleaf. All right, we are back. And now we are in Grace's wing of the estate as Grace and Sophia are finishing their discussion about Sophia's pictures. Sophia is trying to convince Grace that everything is okay, that she's okay, like don't worry about it when Grace's phone rings. And it is a woman named Anne Holloway that Grace knew from 2020, but now Anne has moved to like another job, journalism type job, and she's offering Grace a job in journalism in New York. And so as Grace is having this conversation with Anne, we see Lady May walking slowly down the hall toward Grace. And Grace ends the call and approaches Lady May and the scene transitions. <sighs> My gosh. It was just, Friend. what? <laughs> no, I'm just, I just, I, I just, in that moment, Grace did not have to say anything. Lady May did not have to say anything. It was not like, oh, yeah. hold on, my mom has a question for me. She looked in her eyes and she knew something was wrong to the point where I need to put this phone down. Yes. down. We cannot continue this conversation. So it was just that that intuition of like, uh-uh, something, something has happened. So... I just wanted to say, it no, was all in the look. It was, it was in the look. so good. It's so poetic. Again, like the writers, the directors, like everybody that puts together Greenleaf, like they do it so well because it was just so realistic. And that's why it was like a mess because it's like, like you said, she didn't have to say anything. It's like, she saw her mm-hmm. mom, her mom's looking a certain type of way, probably a way she hadn't seen in a while. And she's like, okay, whatever right. she got to say is not good. Especially since she's walking down here by herself, like what's up? So Oh my goodness. So the scene transitions. We next see the entire Greenleaf family with Bishop in his bed and around his bed. And they are mourning uh, their loss. Mm -hmm. And then the most beautiful song starts to play. Mm -hmm. And immediately I noticed that it's sang by Charity. And as we transition from seeing the family with Bishop in the bed, we see that it is in fact charity singing and we're at Bishop's funeral and burial. If I can help somebody as I travel alone, if I can help somebody with a word or a song if I can help somebody from doom to
the Greenleaf people, or writers, shall I say, directors, they give us this moment of the funeral and burial. The family is joining in on a song with Charity. And the camera pans out, and we see Noah is there, AJ is there, mm -hmm. and of course, Carissa is there as well. So I was wrong about Carissa was never going to be seen again, but of course, she is seen <laughs> again. <laughs> and rightfully yes. so. And I was just like, oh my gosh. So first off, something negative. When mm -hmm. they were panning out, I was like, and it was showing like who's all there. I was like, where is Darius? Isn't Grace and Darius together? Like why he is not there to be with his woman? But then after I sat and kind of thought about it a little bit, I was like, well, I guess they just wanted like the immediate family and Bishop's best friend. I think that's who that man was, his best friend. So I was like, okay, I guess that makes sense because Darius is kind of new. Yeah, yeah. They, they kept this like incredibly intimate, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would think that. <laughs> Is, a pandemic, so, yeah, girl. Yeah, I, pandemic. I, I guess so. Yeah. So Darius is not quite crossed over yet. So now nah, he's still on the sidelines. And surprisingly, Aaron wasn't there either. So yeah, I was like, how did they choose these people? But I was like, well, maybe it's just because the people that live in the house or whatever who's been around and really knows. I don't know. I don't know. No, because no, I don't know. But that kind of struck me as odd. But then I was like, well, maybe because they wanted it really intimate. But that song was, I don't know if it's a real song, like if people, if you've heard it before like if it's been on radio other people sing it or they just created that song for Bishop but I just felt like that song like accurately represented the essence yes. of Bishop it was yes. so perfect yeah I agree I think one of the lines if it was like if I can help somebody from doing yes. wrong and I think this series or this season specifically yes. you saw Bishop he was there trying especially with AJ it was so yes. good guiding AJ along having tough conversation with Lady May, like, look, let's, let's, let's have this conversation. Um, let's get some things out or, you know, let's, let's be real with ourselves talking to the Terras, the Rochelles, just really his heart. Like I felt like we yes. really saw his heart magnified um, and him even being able to boldly go up there and confess his sins, things that he has been quiet about for many years. So I just, I really thought, like you said, that the song is just so accurately portrayed him. Yes. I love Bishop this season. And then that headstone, it made me say, okay, so they zoomed in on a headstone. And what stuck out to me was the year he was born and then the date that they had for his death. And I was like, what is so prominent about the date for his death? So I was like, well, is that the last day they were taped? But then my husband was like, no, because the pandemic has shut down everything. And so it had already been taped. And I'm like, that's right. So... Mm -hmm. I don't know. And I looked, I was like, was it flag day? But it wasn't flag day either. <laughs> so I don't know the significance of that, but I will say just personally, that date kind of stuck out for me as well, because my grandfather had actually died three or four days after the date they have on his tombstone. So it was oh, like, okay. yeah, exactly. So the scene where they have Bishop laying on a bed, like when my grandfather died, they had laid him on a bed so we could see him like virtually, obviously, but like those who were there could see, like went around him, but those who were not there such as myself could see him virtually. So that kind of made me flashback to that. Then you see the headstone with the May 21st, 2020, and then his is probably like May 25th, 2020. So it was just like, ah, like when fiction meets reality can be a yeah. overload. So they might have control. I mean, in my defense, maybe that's also why I was a blubbering mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, and just to show that he was fairly young. I don't even yes. think he was, he was like, what, around 65 years old? Oh my gosh, that is why. That is why. Yeah. Oh, Ricky, you and that third <laughs> eye. Because when 1954 is when my mom was born. And so I was like, oh my gosh, he's young. But I didn't even think that that was why they were like emphasizing that. 
And Tiff, I know you said this before, but we have to do another PSA. So please, if you're listening to this, and especially our men, please go get your physicals. Please do not ignore in your body if you feel something's not right, something's hurting. If you're noticing something that's been going on, please, please, please don't ignore it. Um, And just go get yourself checked out. So we just say that in love. I just, I just want to say that. Yeah, and, and I mean, I know it was my PSA, but I'm just going to still add on to that because, yes. like you said, he was young, and it seems like it could have possibly been detected. Well, I don't know. When we go later on and find out what really happened, I don't know if it could have been detected and avoided, but it's just, you know, Greenleaf stays giving us messages about how to live our lives, so I think that was like one of their message, like, like you said, men, please go go to your physical. Yes, another subliminal message. Like, <laughs> live, you know, be able to tell your truth, help somebody from yeah. doing wrong, stop and bring it to the Lord, and go get your physical. Yeah, go get yourself checked out. Yeah. All right. So, <sighs> I know. After the funeral and burial, we next see the Greenleaf family walking back toward their house, and Jacob is walking with Lady May. He's holding her hand. But then we see Lady May kind of reach back toward Carissa and beckons for Carissa's hand. And I don't know if anybody else caught this, but to me, Jacob kind of gave like a look of annoyance, like almost like he rolled his eyes. But maybe I just, you know, I don't really like Jacob right now. So maybe I'm just <laughs> imparting that onto him, his spirits. But did you catch that or am I tripping? No, I I didn't catch all the way that look. But now that you say that, I wonder if he was rolling his eyes because what I did think at first when she grabbed Carissa's hand is that she was about to have a conversation mm. about her and him sticking together or try to make, you know, this death of Bishop into something mm-hmm. else and how, you know, how to, to make it. So if anything, maybe if that's what she was about to do or what, you know, I was thinking he may be like, oh, uh, I don't want to hear this right now, mama. Um, but maybe... It was really more so of Lady May realizing that, look, life is truly too short. Carissa, Mm -hmm. let me lean on you. Let me hold your hand. Like, Mm -hmm. we're in this together. Like, we've had a hard, we had some hard times, okay? (laughs) Like, we had some some hard times, but I'm letting this go. It's all in love. Let's be here for each other in this moment. So I'm going to say maybe it's that. Ricky. I would like stand and give you an ovation, an applause, because you have hit it on the head. Like I'm thinking that is exactly what they were trying to represent with Lady May reaching for Carissa. We've talked over and over about how Lady May and Carissa have not had the best relationship. It's been very turbulent and that Mm -hmm. she, you know, has tried it. She's slapped in her face before (laughs) millions of times and so now it's like bygones gonna be bygones like life is bigger than this and so you know thank you for being here with us oh yes you are family oh my god yes that's good i like that you (sighs) are family yes Yes, yes, yeah, yes. girl, yes. Okay, so <laughs> as everyone is somberly continuing their walk home, they do finally make it back to the estate and they're all sitting at the dinner table looking at Bishop's empty chair and just the absence of Bishop's 
presence is so overwhelmingly obvious. I was like begging for the show to like just get past this part. I was like, okay, <laughs> like I, I I want them to honor him like they honored him, but I was just like, I cannot take much more of this. Like I need to move on to something else. But you know, in real life, you can't just ignore death, I guess, or not process your feelings. But I was just like, y'all, like how much longer do I have to sit here and grief? So anyway. That's funny. And I, I actually thought the opposite. I was really? I actually, yes, because I always tell you that I like how Greenleaf will allow you to sit in your emotions. Like how we had that conversation about Zora, the real she's explosive and she's upset, but at the end of the day, she's hurt and they allow you to see that her looking at the pictures, her going to having her tears. Yeah. And I just feel this is another way that this should die. Like this is humongous and yes. they're letting you this is a part of it you know we we cry but we're also going to have our moment um and just kind of talk and reflect on bishop and share stories and so i i actually appreciated this moment i liked it it was so <laughs> real but it was too real for me it was a real <laughs> so aj is the first to speak and he says and i had to rewind until i could get his quote right I just don't understand how I can miss someone so much that I barely knew. Oh my gosh. I'm telling you, I'm like, where's my Kleenex? And then he says, I am going to build that car, whether it takes a year or 10. And I just, I'm telling you, I'm like a mess right now. I'm like, (laughs) I cannot take any more of this. Like my emotional capacity is already full and it's overflowing. <laughs> or maybe it's empty. Whichever way, I can't take no more. <laughs> take it. Yeah. That was just so sweet. So that was a tender moment for me. Um, and now you've made Carissa and well, Lady May reaching out to Carissa a tender moment that I had overlooked. So there you go. Look at you. Tender so, moments. While they're, like you said, sharing um, a little bit of stories and memories about Bishop, Lady May has to take a phone call. And so she steps away from the table and the family remains and toasts to Bishop. And then we pan over to Lady May, who's on the phone with one of the deacons named Misty. And she's called Lady May to inform her that all of the deacons, except that traitor Connie Sykes, have met and they would like to see um, or like to have Lady May come lead worship on that Sunday because Calvary is back. So we actually see people putting up signs or posters saying, welcome back Calvary. So the church is saved. So that's awesome, but also sad at the same time. Um, We also learn from this scene that Phil is no longer there and that Calvary has cut all ties with hope and harmony. Yes. So we now are at Noah's new home with Grace and AJ and Noah has a job now and Grace celebrates him. Noah also mentioned that he doesn't have to pay alimony. And I believe he's saying all this because Grace is like, hey, can you afford it? You need some money? And he's like, I'm good. Like, calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Grace always trying to give her her change away, ain't she? But I realized at the end why she did that. So I hope you remind me to put my little theory as to why she was always like, hey, you need money? You need money? (laughs) She really is like that. I got you. I got you. So AJ was on the phone and he ends his call and he joins uh, Noah's and Grace's conversation, but he's like smiling from ear to ear. And so Noah again offers Grace a place to stay as Lady May is still moving forward with giving the house to Tara. And then AJ updates them, Grace and Noah, that his medicines are working and he is getting healthier. And then he thanks Grace and gives her a hug. And I'm a blubbering mess. I'm on the floor. I'm on the floor in tears. I can't. 
I can't go on. I'm like, <laughs> I cannot Tiff. take these moments. What? Tiff, this was my tender moment too. That, this was <laughs> this was such a tender moment. When I tell you, AJ has made a change of a believer out of me. I have really yes. come to enjoy AJ. Who knew? But yes, Granny Hug was so long. It was so it meaningful. Was. It, oh my God. Yes. I just I, I was just so happy for Grace because that's all she ever wanted was the connection with him. And he finally yes. was like, you know, no, thank you. Can I give you a hug? And I was yes. like, if you don't give her a hug right now. You said, buddy. <laughs> give her a hug now. Yes, that was a tender moment for Uh-oh. sure. Absolutely. Uh, but they don't stop there because as Grace and AJ are leaving Noah's house, Grace gets a call from Darius and then AJ is being like all protective or something. He's like, who's that? Do I get to meet him? I got questions for him. And then he admits that he's getting comfortable. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, Because <laughs> <laughs> we've been wanting this for so long with AJ. We have. We have. Oh, <laughs> We're back over at the Greenleaf Estate. We're in Jacob's wing and Jacob is playing chess alone when Carissa enters from telling Jacob Jr. that Bishop is dead. And that's a lot emotionally for her as it would be for anybody. So Jacob offers Carissa a seat and even offers, you know, her a room to stay or that she could spend the night at the estate. But Carissa declines and she's like, I'm looking for a place to stay. Um, But, you know, we're on a good road. Like we're at our happy ending and I don't want to confuse things. And I'm like, yes, Carissa. I was like, woo, 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 woo. Because I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) now you want to be nice to me? Like after all this whole season and now you want to offer, you was here to pack your bags, get on out of here, throwing my stuff all on the floor. And now you want to have a seat? You want to stay here? Nah, Mm -hmm. I don't want to stay here. Yeah, this is just, to me, it was a stick of fork in it because the situation is done. If we had any concerns on whether they were staying together or not, to me, it was like, look, I'm at peace with it. It's over. Like, yeah. And you know, for a second when he was like, hey, you want to have a seat? I was like, oh my gosh, did I betray myself and go back on my prediction that they were going to end up together too soon? And then when she's like, nah, I'm good. I'm like, oh, okay, no. I didn't betray ah, yeah. <laughs> I almost tried to get you. They tried to get they you. Did. I was like, oh my gosh, I knew it. I should have stayed with it. Okay. <laughs> we next go over to the cousins in Zora's cabin. And Sophia and Zora are talking about what happens after someone dies. And AJ is listening on. But when Sophia asks AJ what he thinks happens when someone dies, AJ says, I don't know. I still want to see what happens when you live. And I'm like, yes, AJ. Like, oh, I had back to back, like, yes, moments. And it was just so profound what he said. So, also from this scene, we also learned that Sophia has still been reading her Bible because when she starts the conversation, she's like, I can't find it in the Bible where they really talk about death. And I'm like, okay, so she's still reading. All right, thank you. Yes. Yeah, that's that's actually a good point. I didn't really um, connect that, but she sure did start off like that. So look at that. You yeah. have to show that she is still taking it to the Lord. And again, I have to say, I appreciate Greenleaf when they allow you to go through the different things you may think about. If you've lost a loved one, like, so where did they go? And just having those conversations. So I like how they allow this to happen. And I always like when they have the scenes of those three together. Know. You know, Zora, Sophia, and AJ. I always seen those are just such a, a good, yeah. good ways that they bond. And you see how, like, they may not have known him a couple years ago, but he fit right in. I mean, he's as yeah. much family as anyone else. So I really like that. 
Agree, agree, agree. I love seeing them together. Like that is so perfect. And like you said, they didn't even know him. They haven't even known him that long and he fits mm -hmm. right in. And I like Zora's um, explanation or theory of what happens after death. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool how she described that. And then Sophia gave her a little weak one. And I was like, hey. <laughs> you like Sophia? Yes. I was like, Zora gave you all that and that's what you got? Like, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dora was like the diving board and this and this and something's like, well, it's like you're falling asleep. Yeah, it's like, that's, that's it. That's <laughs> what you're giving us, Sophia. We wanted more. <laughs> Dora had angels and stuff. She was like, yeah, it's like you're drowning and then you're drowning and then you stop drowning and you can breathe again and you got angels and your loved ones. And then Sophia's like, I think it's more like you just go to sleep. It is like. Ah, good old Zora getting us with the deepness. We see you, Zora. We see you. <laughs> so Grace is at Darius' house and Darius supports Grace's move to New York. So Grace mentions that, you know, she got a job opportunity in New York, but she's not sure about going. And he's like, sure, you should go. But Grace is coming up with all kinds of excuses of why she just cannot go to New York at this time. But Darius is like, look, everybody's adults. Everybody's grown. Like, everybody's taken care of. So what's your excuse now? Like, I'll go with you. Oh, wait, let me say it right. He'll accompany her to New York. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, she starts crying. <laughs> He's like, is that what it took? <laughs> Piff. What? Tender <laughs> moment number three <laughs> of the episode. <sighs> First, you know, I get, again, excited when I have my Darius and Grace scenes. But I just feel that Grace really needed this. Like, it's just... I don't know. So for sure, yes, he's basically like letting her know, like, go for your dreams. Like, people are grown and he's giving her all of that stuff. But more so, he's like, and I can be with yes. you. Like, I will not leave you. Like, I trust that you can go follow. You're going to be great, whatever you do, and I'll be right there. You're going to yes. follow me? Well, I ain't say follow. I know. I'm accompanying <laughs> you, okay? We're going to use the word accompany. And I'm okay with that, Darius. The point is, you're telling her that you will be there and that was a very much a tender moment for me girl that was yes cool. and I, i'm like i mean he ain't got nothing else to do here i mean he did lose his job you know right <laughs> <laughs> now nah, but i i liked how you know she cried and i immediately thought about waiting to exhale like she had like you said she had just been waiting mm. for like it was a relief moment for her Yes. Got to just exhale and it came out in the form of tears. <laughs> yes, yes. We also learned during the scene though that Sophia is going off to college. So I assume she's going back to Hampton. They didn't ever confirm that. But since they mentioned like, oh, she's going back, she's going off to college, I was like, Oh, okay, I guess she decided she's going to Hampton. So that's good. Yes. All right. She's finding her purpose, girl. She said she ain't gonna do no marathon or cook no jambalaya. I'm going to college. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do next. <laughs> Did I say Zora? Because I meant to say Sophia. Yeah, there's, I, knew, I, I, I don't know, but I knew who you were talking about. So, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, we next see Lady May and her children. They're eating breakfast. So, apparently, it's the next day. And Lady May tells them she's speaking at Calvary on this upcoming Sunday and she asks for them to support. And of course, they're like, Yeah, we got you. And Charity even offers to sing. That thing she said she was going to never do at Calvary again, she offers <laughs> to do it. But Grace's phone is ringing and it's distracting her. And we know that it's Anne, the lady that she knew from 2020, who's trying to get her to come to New York. And so Lady May is like, uh, Grace, hello. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, mom, I got you. We good. So. <laughs> <laughs> now Lady May is at Calvary with Assistant 
Corinne, Ricky's favorite person. And <laughs> Lady May makes an understandable request to Corinne that they not mention Bishop until Sunday because she will implode, explode, just fall apart. And so Corinne's like, okay, I got you. And then Corinne walks Lady May into Bishop's restored office. And Lady May rightfully needs a moment. But I got kind of upset with Corinne because I was like, how many times Lady May got to ask you for a moment, okay? Like, I don't want to talk right now. Like, I asked for a moment, just hurry up and leave. So anyway, <laughs> Corinne finally leaves, and the scene ends with Lady May sitting in Bishop's office. And again, mm. where's my tissues? Where's the <laughs> tissue? And it's so funny that you saw that moment like that with Corinne, because for me, I just saw it as Lady May needs a friend. And mm-hmm. I've always liked Corinne because Corinne is loyal, honey. Corinne is like, Lady May, mm-hmm. let me tell you what's going on. Like, I got you just throughout the entire season of Greenleaf. You know, just, you know, she made sure that the place was ready for her, but all his office was ready for her. Like, she's just always been intentional about her care for Lady May. And, and even she loves us on Bishop, too. So I just appreciate her. And the girl was good at her job. Because if you yes. remember White Asparagus yes. was like, and she did, these are some impeccable balls. And he was like, well, she was. What you mean? <laughs> Her, you know her, her iPod in or her, you know her ear party in the blah blah okay. blah. It's like uh uh-uh. uh, she had her stuff together. So honey, she was doing it at the job, and she was gonna make sure Lady May and Bishop were taken care of. So yeah. I just feel like I appreciated Corinne having that walk with her. And yeah, maybe she was like, okay, she probably I need a little space, but she just wanted to make sure Lady May was good. Ultimately, oh, that's how I saw it. That's so sweet because I was like, Corinne, like leave, like why well, I got so many times? But you're right, you're right. Let me stop being so mean. You're right. <laughs> trying to make sure she was okay. Okay, but yeah, because the strong uh, friends need love too. You know, it's like I, I know Lady May, you strong, but like you sure you good? Like let me know. So she was just looking out for her girl. Oh, I just feel so sad for Lady May as she sat in that office though. Mm. I was just sad when they showed me the office. I was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what it looked like. Oh. Okay, so now. Mm. Jacob is at Tara's church and Tara kind of implies that she feels responsible or at least had some type of part in Bishop's passing. Like maybe we caused him too much stress with all that. And so Jacob's like, no, we don't know. But we do not learn from the scene that Bishop has had either a stroke, but Jacob says a cerebral vascular accident. I didn't look that Mm -hmm. up, but cerebral something in the brain, vascular something in the heart. So I don't don't know how that all goes. But (laughs) we learned Jacob is there to ask Tara for an extension on their move out day. And Tara agrees, but she goes a step further and says they can keep the house because of the fact yeah. that it was honest. And girl, tender moment number 15 for me. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good moment. That was, and so like you said, almost every scene could be a tender moment. It wasn't one of my tender moments that I, I have on my list, but it definitely was indeed a tender moment. It was a beautiful moment too. Oh, I was just so relieved that, you know, after we saw that, learned earlier in the episode that Lady May was still intending to give the house to Tara, that Tara was like, nah, you good, you can keep it. So they got to keep their house and they have Calvary. So it was like, awesome. Okay. Yes, yes. Back at the Greenleaf Estate, Grace is with her brother, Aaron, and Aaron has helped Grace create trust funds for AJ and Sophia with all the money their father left to her. 
and Grace is relieved. And so Aaron tells Grace he is happy she's his sister. And the 2020 lady calls Grace again. And again, Grace ignores the call. And she asks, you know, tells Aaron what's up. And then she asks him for like, hey, what should I do? And so Aaron advises Grace to do what comes. Well, what I got from this story was do what comes naturally and boss up. Like, stop getting a wuss and ignoring her calls. Like, either you want to go or you don't want to go. And um, we also learn from this scene that Charity, Jacob, and Grace will all be associate pastors at Calvary, assuming that Grace yes. doesn't take the job out there. So this was a tender moment number 48 for me. <laughs> <laughs> Grace and Aaron together. Yeah. Um, at first I was like, what is this story got to do with her? But again, I got the message of just do what comes naturally. Did I interpret that message correctly? <laughs> Yeah, I, and I think because one of the things he said, he's like, never let not taking a call be your answer. Uh-huh. You remember uh-huh. that part? And so, you know, <laughs> and so I guess it's just like it was confirmation to do what you or did you get to that part, Tiff, already telling about the call? Yeah, I did. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Sorry, I was making sure I wasn't jumping, girls. Use no. my memory lapse today. But no, 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 okay. So back to what I'm saying. So never let not taking a call be your answer. To me, another part of the message is like you can't sit up here and ignore things. Like you need to confront stuff. And so I think that's an important lesson in life. Like don't just let stuff like ignore, ignore, ignore. Go ahead and confront it. You know, you never know what you could be missing out on. So mm. it was more confirmation, but more so like step in boldness. Like don't mm. ignore this. That's what I would say I took away too. I love all of that. Oh, and then the point I was going to make when we got here was when Grace was like relieved and was like, nah, I was just so happy to be, get, to have gotten rid of all this money. Um, money causes a lot of problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is the reason she keeps throwing money at everybody. At first I thought she was just being overbearing, trying to be controlling. But this whole time she's like, I really don't want this money. So do you need it? Do you need it? Like, I really do not want this. And it wasn't about her trying to be controlling. It wasn't about her trying to be overbearing. It was about her really just needing for herself to get rid of that money. That's what I got from that scene. I agree. And I think she never fully knew how to handle the fact that he left the money or their dad left the money mm-hmm. to her. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think it, maybe she felt a little guilt behind that. Even though Aaron was like, I'm good. Like, I make my I can make my own way. I'm fine with it. I think she just it was a weight for her too because of the because of the how that she got the money as well. Yes, 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 all of that. And so we've been mean to Grace, like, dang, Grace, stand down. But she in her conscience, she really needed to get rid of that money. So I'm glad she finally figured out how to get rid of the rest of that money. And make look, she needed to do a Loretta Davis. She wanted to put that money to good use. Yeah. We next see Lady May preparing for her Sunday service when Jacob enters her room and she's having a hard time preparing. But Jacob tells Lady May the good news that they can keep the house and all of the mess with Rochelle and Basie and all that is over. And at this moment, Lady May is assured that Tara was who she seemed to be, as was I. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, me too. And I can't I can't help but chuckle, girl. When Lady May said, when Jacob walked in, Lady May was like, oh, my prince. Yeah, I was, what was like, that? Is, is this what we call him, Jacob? <laughs> I was girl. like, who is this Lady May? So I just had to chuckle out loud. I said, yes, indeed, Lady May. Yes, indeed. <laughs> you chuckled. I rolled my eyes and huffed and puffed because you I'm what? like... Wait, did you do a right? Did you do a right and left check for Noah? Because we like we don't hear those kind of words from her until Noah's in the building. <laughs> no, I did a like he's charity to me. Like Jacob is standing oh, as a charity or Carissa from last season. <laughs> so whenever I see his dumb face, 
I mean, mm. he is fine. But whenever I see him, I just be like, <laughs> what shenanigans are you up to now? So when he walked in, and he's still a man child to me, and she's mm-hmm. like, my prince. And I'm like, why? How? Why? When? <laughs> when? <laughs> yes, buddy. I was confused. Okay. <laughs> and it's the first Sunday at Calvary. And Jacob is in the foyer with his son, Jacob Jr., greeting churchcomers as they enter when he sees Tara. And Tara is there with her congregation. I mean, she's alone at that moment, but she lets them know that the congregation has come. And so during this conversation, Tara proposes that she, Jacob, and Tasha get together to help the homeless. Since Tasha told Tara, Jacob, that's something Jacob likes to do. So Jacob thanks Tara for letting his mom keep the house. And Tara turns to enter the church, but then she turns back to see if Jacob is still watching. And of course, Jacob is. <laughs> yes, girl. I noticed all the looks, all the eye flirting going on in that scene. So hmm, we should see what goes on with this one. Exactly. And did you notice that the child spoke? I think that was his first time speaking. Girl. And they showed his face in full. I think they did that a couple episodes before, but they showed his body, his face, and he said, what did he say? Something like, the Lord is um, good all, all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girl, <laughs> we just got to watch him, though, because he with his daddy, so we got to make sure he ain't trying to turn him to, like, a church flirt, so we got to watch the little kid, because just don't know. <laughs> but, um, but yes, girl, he did say something. I was happy about that. She's like, oh, you starting to laugh right. Okay, okay. It's like, yeah, girl. Yes, Lord. Now we're into church service and Charity is leading the music portion, just like old times. We see AJ is there with his cousins and then Lady May stands and delivers the sermon of our Greenleaf Lifetime. Um, I have to pause and just talk about her sermon real quick. So her sermon was about the new was to come moving forward. And she has been actually preaching this message throughout the whole season. If we remember when she was doing their first church service at their house or whatever that time and she was talking Mm -hmm. about the new like let's move forward so Mm -hmm. it was interesting that the Greenleaf writers are still like no guys like this is really indie stop worrying about the past Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like they were talking to us viewers like (laughs) it's just over so talk about the past let's move forward and we'll be fine um (laughs) and I just also felt like with her sermon she finally had like come into herself like the person that she always knew herself to be like she had arrived it was her time and I loved every piece of her five minute sermon it's like they gave her a long time to do her sermon um I love the congregation participation because I'm like yes to authenticity everybody know the black church stay hollering at the they were like speak speak pastor yes I'm like take Mm -hmm. your time take your time you know that boy take your time Yeah. I love that. I was like, man, I haven't been in a church since the pandemic, at least. Oh, and so I'm like, man, that just kind of felt cool to sit there on the outside of the church, having them recreate it like that. And she was doing such a great job. It was good. And I'm so glad like they gave Keith David his time last time by his five minutes yeah. um, near the pulpit. And then Lady May, let me say Lynn Whitfield. Honey, yes. all the hand claps, all the awards, she did that. I really was like, wait, did you, or you are yes. dating? Like, what's going yes. on? I didn't know all of this was happening. So she did that so well. It was yes. done so well. So um, just the message, but just the acting, like all of that, just trying to take all of that in, that was a whole moment for me. So hand claps, Lynn, hand claps. Yes, hand claps. yes, yes, yes. So as Lady May's sermon is concluding, Sophia tells Grace, her mom, 
that her work here is done. And I almost mm-hmm. wanted to shout, girl, because I'm like, isn't it amazing how God works? My like, she's been, she, as in Grace, has been getting confirmation after confirmation yes. after confirmation. Yes. She's really wrestling with, should I go? She knows she really wants to go, like, at least mm-hmm. see what it's about, but she feels like it's not the right time, or she's just scared, or whatever her reasons are. And mm-hmm. everywhere she's turning, they're like, everything is good. Like, do you, boo-boo, it is time. Her mama yes. preaching about it. And then her daughter turns and tell her. Like, I didn't even know her daughter knew she was thinking about New York. Was she did her daughter know? So I don't even know she knew, or was that girl. intuition again? That maybe it's mother daughter thing. It was just like, Mom, you're maybe she knew she just it was time. She was like, Yeah, your work yes. here is done. It's time for you to find. Look, I'm going to school, okay? This is what my <laughs> next <laughs> this is what my next step is in life. I need you to find your next step because your work here, right here, is done. So, yeah, I love that moment. And then, huh, the most important part of that scene is that AJ was saved. He accepted the invitation to renew his relationship with God. And you mm-hmm. can see him during that whole church service just being transformed. And yes. AJ's performance there was outstanding, like right behind Lady May. Like yes. I was again in tears with everybody else on the screen because I was like, this is just, I know it's acting. I know this is not real, but it's real adjacent. Like, <laughs> it's it was it was real no this was my tender moment maybe perhaps one of my tenderest okay of moments but this was my tender moment number four and this right here like you said like i i almost cried the real tears too i was like wait a minute like i see somebody that's getting closer to the lord he didn't accept the lord as his uh his christ his savior and the opportunity to have church too between lens you know her preaching the congregation so it was everything was so beautiful about this moment and i really mm. find myself getting choked up yeah like, he's at the altar the people his family surrounded him you know yes. how i feel when the family surround and hold hands and be with you and support you and togetherness <laughs> you know how i get when that happens so that all that it was a lot tip i was choked up yes so, so beautiful it was my tender moment number four Oh my gosh. Okay. So that was number 54 for me. So (laughs) (laughs) after service, Lady May has retreated to Bishop's office when Grace comes to see her. And so Grace tells Lady May that she did it. The church is hers. Like she's going to be preaching from that day on forward. And they rejoice in the fact that AJ got saved. But then as a mama, Lady May is like, girl, what you really coming here for? And so mm-hmm. Grace tells her it is time to go. And shocking to me, Lady May is like, no, like I need you. But Grace feeds in my in my short-term words. Grace essentially feeds Lady May back her own words. Like there's a time for everything. It's time to start anew. And they share a quiet, tender moment, which is tender moment number 408 for me. And Grace leaves the office and I'm in tears. <laughs> Girl, yeah, this was tender moment. This was my next tender moment. Tender moment number five. The mother-daughter <sighs> moment. The letting go and doing so, but without hard feelings. Like her, Lynn knew she had to. It was time, right? And I know it was a... <sighs> Such a lot going on. Of course, she doesn't want her child to go, but she knows she needs to let her go. Grace knows she needs to go and take this step on her own. And it was a beautiful moment. It was it was oh, my tender my moment gosh. number five. Yes. <laughs> As we near the last scene, we see the family standing on the steps of the Greenleaf Estate, seeing Grace off as she heads to New York for her interview. 
We learn that Zora is still going to New York and that her dad, Jacob, supports her finally. Yeah, Jacob yeah. assures Grace that she'll get the job in New York and she has to get the job in New York so she can keep an eye on his daughter, Zora. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, Grace uh, turns to Charity and is like, hey, can you look after Sophia? And Charity tells Grace, tender moment number 499, mm-hmm. oh, God is going to do something special with you, something new. And more importantly, wow. she says, you're the best sister. Oh my gosh. So now it's time for Lady May's turn with Grace and Grace and Lady May embrace. And Lady May says, and I was so happy at this point, like just happy because I'm like, really? I love you guys. She thanks Grace for sowing discord in the fields of her peace. So we had a full circle moment and I was just like, oh my gosh, why do y'all have to go? Oh. I don't have to go. <laughs> no, this was yeah, my what, yeah, one of the last tender moments of the night. It was so beautiful, and I like too how um, Charity said, you know, sis, basically, I love you, and how she gave her the tender kiss as well. Yes. So it was all beautiful. It's funny because when I saw the stairs, I kind of chuckled. I was like, these are the farewell stairs. Last yes, time. girl, yes, I was <laughs> thinking the same thing. I, I was like, like when did this become? Cool. Yeah. The norm. Yeah, like, what are they doing here? <laughs> Little farewell stairs, tell everybody what's going on in life that's been happening for decades and tell you a big family secret stairs. Girl, the stairs have become a very important part of season of um, this last season, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what was important about this scene to me is that the juxtaposition between when Grace came on episode yeah. one, season one, and how she's leaving in yeah. this episode, and like how she's leaving under much better print pretenses than before like before she left Greenleaf Estate because she was running away she was hiding but this time she's leaving in peace yeah she probably come back like everything is good now so I I know we talk about Queen Sugar a lot and how Mm -hmm. and compare it to Greenleaf but it's almost like this consistent theme of secrets are going to ruin you not doing things right will ruin you and it's not until you uncover everything and Mm. break everything apart and build it back on a solid uh, honest foundation that you're gonna always have some type of discord in the fields of your peace. <laughs> mm. Tiff, girl, you could let that thing preach right there. I like that some <laughs> of, but that's real. That's real. We just throwing all of this, breaking it down, and we're gonna build this back on an honest foundation. Yes. That's good. That and that's good. what Lady May said she wanted to do to Bishop, you know, before when he was like, Well, they gonna think I'm a murderer, and she's like, So be it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now the last scene of the episode and the last Mm -hmm. scene of the entire series. My gosh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Grace is being driven off the Greenleaf Estate, the massive estate, and we get to see it for the last time. And the driver asks Grace if she is Pastor Greenleaf, and Grace says she is just Grace Greenleaf now. And the driver says, I hope that's the way you want it. And she says, me too. And then we end with her off to something new and the green leaf gate closing behind her. What did you think of that ending, girl? It was good because I really, I feel like that's how it started too with her in the car, right? When she was driving up. Yes! Right? Oh so it was like literally her in the car driving up, as you mentioned, like it was a whole different experience, her going there. And then now yes. a freer, you know, um, things weight lifted type of grace, a whole, even the house itself, it went through a whole change. And now she's leaving the estate. So I really like that moment of her in the car and then picturing her um, there on this exit scene too. 
You are so right. Because in this scene, I was like, is that how y'all gonna leave us? <laughs> like, what is this driver talking about? Like, what is this conversation? But again, the juxtaposition between mm -hmm. how she arrived in mm -hmm. season one, episode one, and how she's leaving in season five, the final season series finale. Girl, yes. yes. Yep. Yes. I'm trying to do a silent clap over here. Yes. <laughs> Baby Greenleaf was, honey, they would let us know. They, yes. So they did that. Huh. So, as I'm drying my face, <sighs> uh -huh. I, I thought about it, I sat back and I'm like, okay, was I satisfied with this episode? Like, can I let them go? Can I do, you know, Bishop in the, in the episode one of the season was like, if you're not there to see it go, you don't think it's gone. So I was there, I see it gone. But I'm like, yeah. am I satisfied? Is there something else that I wanted? And I could feel like, okay, they did it. And I think one thing, I, I think mm -hmm. overall I am satisfied. And especially right. now that I'm talking to you about it and you kind of wrote down some things to me and I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's why, okay, I feel good. But um, one thing I was missing was I needed a good Lady May read, but this was not the episode for it. But I was just like, if she could find some type of way to give me a Lady May read, I would really appreciate it but she couldn't and she didn't and I've been missing it for like the past three episodes so to end the series without a good lady <laughs> name and then the other thing was I got like two uh, no two three other things uh -huh. we never found out who the boy was that got killed so I'm we like oh, like why y'all just gonna leave that boy out there like that was the the I, I guess they just used that for the reason for Grace to go to Darius in the first place that's what I'm about to say I because I you know I was waiting I was waiting to see yeah. basically a lot of people I know we're gonna talk about that but I was like okay Ricky I was like okay Ricky let's just understand that this is the reason we needed um Grace to go reconnect with Darius so this is a reason so I had yeah. to find peace with that so I found peace with that <sighs> okay, I just found peace with it because I didn't. I was like, why would y'all introduce this boy, but then not give us who this boy was? But yeah. as I talked about it, yeah. Okay, so then we didn't see Mavis, and I was like, Oprah didn't come to the to the funeral. I did want to see Mavis, yeah, but you know her and Lynn, they never got back on good terms. I don't think so, or um, Lady May, uh, I should say. Um, I guess you're right, because I'm like, I guess you don't want your sister slash a mistress adulterer. Right. Person. Well, but, uh, but, but still, yeah, I, I needed her to send like flowers or something. Yeah, no, I know. I was hoping, no, truly, I was hoping that I would see her, especially when it was confirmed that he died. I was like, okay, well, we will see her at the funeral. I, I too was was having hope. And then lastly, <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'm unfulfilled with this, but I'm like, is Jacob and Charity going to still be leaving it, living with their mama? <laughs> like, so funny. Do they have no plans to go anywhere? Like, they're still there? <laughs> you know what? And actually, I'm not going to be mad at this because both of them need time to, to just reflect. So they probably don't need to be doing any type of house searching right now because Jacob just needs to be with Jacob and Charity needs to continue <laughs> to walk in her peace and, and continue to reclaim her peace and get us up together. So they probably, and they probably need to be there for their mom at this moment. So mm. I'm actually okay with this. I'm okay with this. No, I'm not okay with this for forever now. Let me just make that note. But <laughs> well, okay I mean, they're already this. in their 40s, so. Right, well, well, hey, I'm okay with this <laughs> for about a year. Okay, I'm okay with this for about six months to a year. I'm okay with it. So what did you think of the finale? Were you satisfied? Were you missing something? So I thought of the finale, I couldn't help but kind of break down the people. So, um, of course, you know, I did not want to see Bishop gone, but nope. I, I, 
I accepted it. And I like that they let us know what happened. So we didn't have to wonder what it was, even though we don't know the depths, but like some type of stroke heart type situation. But we know, you know, they kind of, they did say it. So I was like, okay, yeah. check. We know what happened with Bishop. Lady May. That's our think about that we know because she, you know, her new beginnings. We don't have to worry about her going into yeah. you know the old club and trying to, you know, reconstruct something. No, they <laughs> what she call it the den of iniquity. <laughs> yeah, this is the den of iniquity. We don't have to worry about her going there, girl. So she will be going to Calvary and taking her place. And she had in her heart, she had wanted to preach. She had wanted yes. to do more. So I'm like, okay, I know where Lady May is going. Okay, thank you, check. I yep. think when I thought about. Jacob and Carissa, we were some people were maybe having hope. Like, is it going to happen? Is it going to not happen? And I think it was clear. Like, no, we don't have any divorce papers file that we saw or whatever. But it's right. they're about to get a divorce. And what I thought was good is that we do. I feel like she, um, Carissa did have some peace with that, Tiff. I don't know if you yes. got that. I feel yes. like she was like, this is our happy ending. It may not be what we thought, but you'll get it. This really is our happy ending. Yes. And after all the schemes and reasons she was trying to get this man to stay, for her to say that, I was like, okay, yes. Carissa yes. has accepted it. Yes. Um, so yes to that and yes to them. You know, they're going to go their separate ways. He's going to still definitely be able to have um, the shared custody, huge impact in his child's life. We know that Jacob has a job. He's leaving with a job. He didn't have what a job. job. Oh, associate yes. pastor of Calvary. Okay, yes, yes, yes. yes. He's going to have his job. And Carissa mentioned about her staying at excellent school. So yep. she also would have a job. So, okay. That was I so like weird how they plugged that, though. Because I was <laughs> like, wait, how you just come out of nowhere with you still at excellence? And I'm like, did she say she wasn't? Like, right. like what? Okay. But I guess that that's why. I placement, but I think yeah. it's like, Relief is trying to, like, let us know pretty much what every, like, putting a bow on everything. So Carissa has a job at getting a divorce. Jacob has a job. Charity, again, we saw that she really has grown. She's yes, not going right. back to Phil. And she's going to stay with her mom and get herself more together. She'll sing. But she also gets a chance to be an associate pastor, which is what she's been wanting to do. Yes. Right at Calvary. So we know where she'll be. You know, what's happening with her. We, who else did I go? Noah. He has a clean divorce. It's good. We know that's ended. But we also know even more importantly, of course, he has his home. He has a job. And AJ gets to stay with him. So they're yes. good. AJ feeling comfortable. So yes. yes to that. I mean, let me try. his treatments too. AJ's treatments are starting yes. to work. He's getting healthier. So I'm like, okay, Green Reef. And I think and Darius and Grace. I mean, he said he will accompany her. That's all I needed to hear. So we know. <laughs> Darius and Grace are together. So I just kind of was thinking about it by characters and broke it down. And even Zora, we know that she's going to go to New York. And looks like you said Jacob is supporting it. Sophia's mm -hmm. going back to college. So as much as I hate to see it go, I really feel that I was fulfilled with the finale. I was Even without it. seeing Basie? <laughs> even, even. <laughs> Even without seeing Basie and Rochelle, I also had to accept what my girl <sighs> Tiff said. Their storyline yes. is over and Boom. done. We don't know who this Millie kid Wild. is. Yeah, <laughs> that died. It's over and done, Ricky. Let it go. We don't know who Loretta baby daddy was. So I got to <laughs> let it go. <laughs> so I had to let go and release. But I do feel a sense of fulfillment. And the only thing I would say, um, another thing I would add that I wanted to see, well, when you were talking about things you may have wanted, I really wanted to see a really nice home going for Bishop where his congregation can show their respect. Oh, so I yeah. do feel that I wanted 
that part done more because it seemed like okay i heard about what yeah. happened to bishop like this is like yeah you mental like this is everybody know calvary everybody know bishop and i just really wish others or they would have showed us how others were also able to show their respect for him at this time i thought about that too and i'm like man it's kind of messed up that they didn't have a congregation there but maybe again they had predicted this pandemic was going to be going on on may 21st 2020 (laughs) right right but no seriously i was like maybe that i mean that is one of the reasons why they wanted lady may to leave the service on that sunday because she wanted they kind of wanted it to be like an in memoriam of bishop or whatever so i guess that was the way that the congregation could kind of um you know, honor Bishop or whatever, even though they weren't at the burial and see him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it seems like, I mean, they have it right on their family property and they had it very intimate. So, I mean, I I get that. I just would have preferred to see that part, though. Will, were you fine? Were you fine without finding out or without them? Well, I guess they did confirm, in my opinion, that AJ is Grace's son. Are you fine with that? (laughs) I'm fine with it because I feel like if it really was more behind the story that they would have let us know because they did such a good job letting us kind of close out every single character. So I just had to accept it because I really was like, not a kid. So I just had to deal with acceptance in this last episode and I'm okay with it. I'm okay because I like, you know, me and AJ, we have a new relationship. So I'm good with it. I'm cool. And you're good with Alexa's daughter not being Jacob's love child. I am good with it because I've accepted that it was just as you mentioned so yes. that we can bring Jacob to the wheel. So I've accepted that part too. I have accepted that. Yes. I do want to note that I liked how they redeem like all of our characters except for Jacob. Jacob to me is not redeemed but like Charity was redeemed and mm-hmm. I'm like okay like you said she's grown. I've accepted her for where she, who she's becoming. Grace she came as a hot mess and now she's leaving as mm-hmm. not a hot mess and mm-hmm. you can kind of see the hu- human side of her because sometimes she would do things as I mentioned earlier in the season like when the boy died and she was like oh thank god it's a miracle and it's like really Grace why are you up like that or her always trying to throw money at things but now you see oh this is why you know she's really dealing with some stuff so mm-hmm. like grace is redeemed bishop was redeemed he did a lot of crazy not crazy but bad things mm-hmm. uh perceivably bad things back when he was a pastor that caused him to lose his church and everything and then he redeemed himself in the yeah. most public way possible lady may i don't know what she's really done i guess her being kind of I know you had some issues with some things that she would say as a mother to her children, but yes, I feel like she was not the most nurturing mother or most uplifting mother at times. And, yeah, and but she she's was calling that really steam. She's calling Jacob Prince, so I guess she's turning a new leaf. Yeah, she's turning. <laughs> yes, agree. Um, so and then Carissa, she made a turnaround. I mean, she made me roll my eyes last week when when mm-hmm. she reminded us all that she knew that she was selling the property to H and H or whatever, but. Um, other than that, you know, my heart had softened for Carissa. I kind of understood Carissa. I don't like the way she goes about doing things. But, right. you know, I'm really good with all the characters except for Jacob. I think he's still a man child. I think he started off where he ended where he started off. <laughs> and I guess we're just going to have to see if he ends up in the spinoff or something to see if he grows. Like he, in my opinion, still has not grown. So I would say that I think he does need perhaps some of the most growth out of all the characters. But I looked at one of the last scenes when he actually offered Carissa to stay. I really didn't look at him uh, necessarily like him trying to get with her. I honestly didn't. It was really like, look, I know I didn't kick you out of my mom's house before. I didn't throw your purse down. But truly, like, 
you, you don't have to go anywhere. You can stay here. And so Christina said her line. So I was like, okay, look at him, like trying to really be open to that um, and not have all this hate in his heart and be all mean. And even though I don't know where they're trying to go with him in, in Tara, but I just started to think that if he truly is like, you know, has a heart for homeless and they do start working on projects, we all know he has a job. I mean, I think we got to acknowledge that he didn't have a job when it started. So he has a job. <laughs> he can perhaps find his purpose. Cause I will say they did show when he was with um, Sophia's old boyfriend, like that he did seem to have a heart for helping people, helping kids. And yeah. so, you know, maybe he'll be able to really find his path as he does his work within the church. All right. You can always find good. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But I still don't like Jacob. No, I understand. I understand. But he's grown a little bit. He has the most growth to do. But I can see a little areas of growth for Jacob. I will give it to him. All right. Well, spoiler alert. Uh, so, guys, TV Line published an article about the Greenleaf spinoff. If y'all remember... In the beginning of us doing spoiler alert, we let y'all know that there was going to be a spinoff, but there was no details forthcoming. Now we have some details. Okay, so listen. The spinoff is going to focus on Lady May's new role as pastor of either Calvary or another church. So Lady May will definitely be the main character on the Yay. series. I know. Get you some more reads in your life. Hey, I know, I know. And so... Lady May will not have a love interest immediately because Bishop just passed and I'm great. I'm happy about that. But they do say, you know, she's still a woman and she still, you know, has needs. So okay. they'll think about that in the future, but not immediately because they want to respect Bishop. I appreciate it. Girl, they say that the Jacob Tasha Tara triangle will continue on into the spinoff. <laughs> Girl, that mean I may see Basie and Rochelle. Oh gosh! <laughs> Just when I oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I did not expect that to come out your mouth. What I thought you were gonna say was I knew it or whatever, but not <laughs> that you were holding off Basie and Rochelle. Girl, I went straight to the sibling, but yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I'm, yeah, I'm. That's yeah, I'm not surprised by that. So that's good. That's good. That's so good. they're saying like Jacob's gonna have to kind of navigate. Like, does he want Tasha? Does he want Tara? So again, to me, being a man child, being childish, like just make a decision already. So yeah. he gonna continue on with that craziness, and so they're gonna, uh, I guess, work on the homeless, working with the homeless still in the spinoff. Feel girl, feel Demars will be back. Okay, oh, no. Wow. But not as Charity's love interest. Okay. Well, he writing At least, books. I don't know, but he's going to be back. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not going to come back until, drumroll, uh -oh. season three of the spinoff. Oh, okay. So okay. optimism, because not only would it be a season one, they thinking all the way to season three. And that's when Phil will appear. Okay. And Charity is going to be the source of peace reason and wisdom and i can't wait to see that uh, and then with grace she's gonna likely be like a guest on the spinoff and not like one of the primary characters okay so i'm i'm excited about that about the update on that and yesterday while we were watching greenleaf i don't know everyone fast forwards through the commercials but i was kind of watching the commercials this time around and they teased us own network teased us yesterday with a new show they said it was coming to own the show was by greenleaf creators and the show was called delilah but we do not know if that is the spinoff or if that's a completely different show 
Ooh, you got that good eye too. If you got that good eye too. <sighs> Girl, I just, but I'm like, I don't know how Delilah could be the name of the spinoff for Greenleaf because who's Delilah? I mean, you know who Delilah is in the Bible, but I'm like, who out of these characters here are Delilah? Mm-hmm. Like, is Delilah? So mm-hmm. I am too excited for this spinoff. I just need it to come out already. I know. This is good stuff though. Good spoiler alert. You know, I try. <laughs> <laughs> well all right i'm glad i made it through and again as always i'm just happy to be able to talk about one of my favorite shows with one of my favorite people oh, <laughs> until next time mm-hmm. bye all right bye-bye all right y'all that concludes our show Don't forget to tune into Greenleaf every Tuesday on OWN and look out for our podcast review on your favorite podcast platform. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at spoiler alert tip o ricky. And while you're at it, go ahead and subscribe and join in on the conversation. You never know, we may review your comments on air. Bye for now.